the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the radio broadcast ministry of Kettering Baptist Church, where we minister in the spirit of excellence under the leadership of our anointed senior pastor, Bukas Sterling III. Please stay tuned at the end of this broadcast for information on how to obtain a copy of today's message in its entirety. And now, Pastor Sterling. 2 Kings uh, chapter 13, verse 20 uh, reads as follows, Then Elisha died, and they buried him. And the raiding band of Moab invaded the land in the spring of the year. So it was, as they were burying a man, that suddenly they spied a band of raiders, and they put the man in the tomb of Elisha. And when the man was let down and touched the bones of Elisha, he revived and stood on his feet. Father, in the name of Jesus, revive us today. Father, in the name of Jesus, speak a word in this place today. Lord, let your word carry out from this place, even over the airways, through Facebook, through YouTube, through any other venues, the website or whatever other social media venues it may travel. But let your word not be prevented today from accomplishing what you have already ordained for it to take place. Father, someone is dead and in need of revival. Someone is hopeless and in need of hope. But God, I'm praying on this day that your word, God, would speak life to those who are dead and revive them from their spiritual deadness. God, I'm praying that your word would meet someone on the pages of their life who've drifted away from you, God, and that they may be drawn back to you, Lord God, as the hope of their life. Father, I'm praying that encouragement might be brought through the word of God this morning, that someone, God, who's discouraged and didn't know whether they were going to make it through the day would not only make it through the day, but make it through the year. Spirit of the living God, I'm praying even now that you would use me, God, as an instrument to accomplish your will, to speak as the very oracle of God. I am in need of you, Lord, that you might provide me the strength that I need, the clarity of thought that I need the clarity of speech that I need, that every word, God, that comes forth from my mouth might be clearly spoken and might meet the target that you set it out to accomplish. Father, in the name of Jesus, I surrender all to you this morning that your will might be done, your way might be accomplished, and your glory might be revealed. Father, in all that is done and said, we will give your name all the glory, all the honor, and all the praise, for it is in your name we come praying and believing in Jesus' name. Amen. This morning we find ourselves again in Second Kings, but this time not dealing with Elijah, but dealing with Elisha. And in this particular text, uh, we find uh, Elisha entering into the text uh, of the story that's going on somewhere around verse 14. Literally, he enters in the text. And at that particular time, Elisha is uh, sick and he has 
uh, come upon a sickness, and it is that uh, sickness that he is enduring and going through that is literally going to take his life. He, he's uh, sick unto death, if I can say it that way. And while he is there on his sick bed, sick unto death, the king of Israel, Jehoash, uh, or in some I may just may, may call him just Joash, but but Jehoash, he actually comes to the king, and you need to understand something. Uh, uh, the king, rather, comes to Elisha, and you need to understand that, first of all, this king is not a good king. He's not, he's not an upright king. He's an evil king, a king who is walking in the ways of Jeroboam. He's chasing after idols. He's following the ways of Jeroboam and doing all that is evil in the sight of the Lord. But when the man of God uh, gets sick unto death, this evil king of Israel, this idol-worshiping king of Israel comes to the man of God and weeps over him and honors him and blesses him and lets, in essence, his whole action say to him, he respects him. And when I was reading through that, it helped me to understand that even though sometimes folk don't do what you tell them to do and how you guide them to do, they still understand and know who the real deal is. And so Joash, or Jehoash, whichever you want to call him, the king of Israel, this evil king, even though he wouldn't do right, even though he wouldn't follow uh, the king of kings and lord of lords, he would not surrender to uh, Jehovah God, but rather worship other gods, even he knew that the God of of, of Elijah was the real deal. He knew that Elijah himself was no fake prophet. He knew that what Elijah said would surely come to pass. Are y'all still here with me? So Elijah takes him when he comes uh, to his bedside, and he takes his hand, and he says, bring your bow. And so the king brings his bow, and he puts his, Elijah puts his hand on the king's bow, and he tells him to shoot out the window uh, toward the east. And so he takes the bow, and he shoots uh, an arrow out of the window. And he says to uh, the king, he says, this arrow that you've now shot out of the window is symbolic of the Lord's deliverance on your behalf over Syria. And then he says to the king, now king, take up the arrows and strike the ground. The king takes up the arrows and he strikes the ground three times. And Elisha turns to him in anger there on his deathbed and tells him, you should have struck the ground more times than three. For his striking of the ground represented his faith in God. And he says, now, since you've only struck the ground three times, you'll only be able to strike three blows against Syria. Had you struck the ground six or more times, you would have utterly destroyed your enemy, Syria, who is on the way. Y'all still here with me? And so, uh, Elijah then dies, which is where we pick up in our text in chapter 13, verse 20. It says, then Elijah died and they buried him. I want to talk to you on this morning in the fifth part of this series from the subject matter, the after death miracle. The after death miracle. There are three dead people in this text that I've read in your hearing. And as we examine this text on this morning, I aim to show that death does not stop 
the miracle working power of God. Somebody should get happy right about there. This text begins by helping us and showing us that miracles happen through the dead. Elisha died and they buried him and the reality of Elisha's death removed the hope not only for some but more specifically for the king Jehoash that Elisha's words and his promises would ever come to pass. Elisha had just told him, uh, the fact that you have shot this arrow out the window means that God is going to bring deliverance over your enemy, Syria. And then he says, strike the ground. He says, he struck the ground three times. He says, the, 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 the three times that you struck the ground are the three times that you're going to strike Syria in victory. But now Elijah dies. And when Elijah dies, the king loses hope that the words and the promises that Elijah have given him have died with him. Don't, don't, get too, don't get too mad at the king because we too have a tendency to give up hope and to throw in the towel when the promises of the deceased, <laughs> Lord have mercy, when, when the deceased's promises seem to have died with them. Y'all still here with me? Uh, I, I, I know that uh, we have situations where in families, can I just talk about families for a moment? We have situations in families where grandma told you she was going to give you that, that nice table in her house. I'm preaching way better than y'all said amen. But grandma never got around to giving you that table. Grandpa never got around to giving you those tools. Great grandma never got around to giving you that china. And they died. And when they died and they left no will that said they had left the items to you, it becomes family feud on your side of town. Help me here, Jesus. Because the promises that they made died with them. And oftentimes when folk have given promises and giving their word and they die, our hope of the word ever being fulfilled died with them. Stay here with me. I remember some time ago I met a man and the man said um, he was going to bless uh, our church. He enjoyed the ministries here of our church. He was a very wealthy man. He says, I'm going to bless the ministries there. And he said, I don't believe in just blessing the, the, the church. I believe in blessing the pastor too. So I was thinking, wow, because this dude had a lot of money. So I'm thinking I'm going to get me my million-dollar check any day. And he died. And the hope of my millions died with him until I started reading this text. Come here, somebody. I'm trying to help you to see that the miracle working power of God is not prohibited by death. In this text, in this text, the, the miracle, it happens through the dead. Um, verse 21 says, but when this 
uh, Elijah dies, and, 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 and they give you kind of a background on what's going on. Elijah died. They buried him. So, you know, in other words, all hope is gone of Elijah. He's done. His words are done. His promises are done. That's what's in the minds. And then what happens is in the springtime, there's these raiding bands of Moab that come in to the, to the land of Israel, and they're, they're, they're raiding the land. They're robbing people. They're taking from people everything that they have. And while that's happening, there's this group of, uh, of Israelites that are burying a man, and then when they saw the, the raid of uh, the raiders coming, the band of raiders coming, they hurried up with the burial of the man. They couldn't finish burying the man where they had a they had planned on burying the man. And and then what? So what happens is they end up uh, quickly putting him in the tomb of Elijah. And when they put him in the tomb of Elijah, Lord help me here. When they put him in the tomb of Elijah, thinking, watch this, that not only all hope was gone for Elijah, but they thought all hope was gone of their friend. And when they lowered their friend down into, Lord Jesus, when they lowered him down into the tomb of Elijah, the Bible says, when he touched the body of Elijah, through Elijah's dead body, a miracle happened. Y'all still here? I'm trying to show you that miracles happen through the dead. This miracle that happens when the body touches Elisha's body, the miracle happens through the body of Elijah. And watch this. this. This miracle that happens, it fulfills God's promise to Elisha that he will receive a double portion of what Elijah had. Lord, help me here. Y'all remember when Elijah was walking with Elijah and he told him, if you see me when I leave, uh, I'll be able to honor you with what your request is. And he asked him, he says, now, what's your request? And Elijah said, I want a double portion of what you had. God. I want twice the power that you have. I want twice the anointing that you have. I want I want God to double up on what he gives me than what he gave you. And this miracle, Lord Jesus, can I help somebody here? When Elijah died, he was short of the miracles, of the double miracles of Elijah. But after this miracle, now watch this, I'm trying to help you to see something. He's dead. Lord have mercy. The hope of anything else happening seems to be over but God still works a miracle through Elijah after he's dead oh Jesus I'm, I'm getting happy right here I'm, I'm, I'm getting excited because because it, it lets me know that death doesn't stop the miracle working power of God matter of fact some of you right here this morning are here Lord help me you were saved out of the darkness by the mighty miracle working power of God from the prayers and promises of your great 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 grandmothers and great 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 grandfathers that prayed before you even came along Lord See to it that my children's children's children know the Lord. Help me, God. You didn't even know great-great-grandma. You didn't even know great-great-grandpa. But you got saved because of their prayers after they were gone. Lord, help me. Some of us are walking in the favor of God, walking in the blessings of God, of prayers and promises from folk that are long dead. We thought when they died, the prayers and promises died with them. 
Lord, God help us here. We thought that when, when, uh, when, uh, let's see, when some of the old folk had passed away, all the work that they had done passed away with them. No, the, the power of God is still working through the dead. Lord God, the power of God is still working through Martin Luther King. The power of God is still working through Harriet Tubman, Lord. The power of God is still working through pastors that have gone on long ago. Sermons that they preached long ago. I've got hope even now that the words that I've preached, the sermons that I've labored in, even after I'm gone, I've got I've got encouragement to know that miracles can still happen through the power, Lord God, even after I'm dead. Y'all still here with me? Miracles, they happen through the dead. This miracle to this, uh, this Israelite happens through Elijah, even though Elijah is dead. Watch this. Buried and decayed. Can I, I just need to stay here just a little bit longer. Even after not just hope is gone, but all hope is gone. God still works a miracle through Elijah. Just as he did through Christ. I, I, I had to come back to that one. I'm coming back. I'm coming back. I'm going to circle back to that one. But watch this. Miracles not only happen through the dead, but miracles happen to the dead. It, it's, it's here in the text. I'm not making nothing up. The, the, the Israelites are busy burying this man and much to their amazement when they quickly put this dead man's body. Now, y'all got to see this picture. They've got a friend and they're, they're trying to do the normal burial, but they don't have time because the raiders are coming. And, and they don't want to get robbed and pillaged and hurt and harm themselves. And so they hurry the burial along and temporarily we'll just put his body in the tomb of Elisha. Lord God, I'm not even sure, according to the text, whether they knew it was Elisha's tomb at the beginning they were putting him in. All they knew is we need to put him somewhere so we can get out the way. Lord, help me, God. And so in the process of them taking their friend, whom, watch this, if they're burying him, they already have given up hope on the fact that he's alive. Because you don't bury folk that's alive. So watch this. So they take him and they quickly put him into the tomb of Elisha. And watch this. And the dead man, this is the second dead man. Elisha was the first dead man. This is the second dead man. Now the dead man that they're burying, a miracle happens to him. It's right here in the text. It says that when they lowered him, the man was let down and touched the bones of Elisha. He revived. Look at that. And stood up on his feet. 
I'm sorry, I'm having too much fun here. I, I like this because there's one thing to get <laughs> revived, <laughs> but it's another thing to be revived and stand up. <laughs> Lord God. I'm he, he touches Elisha's bones and the dead man, a miracle happens to the dead man. Now the dead man is alive and the dead man stands up. And I need you to know that our God specializes in miracles to the dead. Help me, God. I'm, can I call up some witnesses this morning? I've got some biblical witnesses this morning that can let you know that God will bring dead folk back alive. Can I go down by Zarephath and talk to the widow there? The widow at Zarephath will let you know, Lord, help me, God, that God can bring back a dead boy because he brought back my dead son. Then I go over to the Shunammite woman and the Shunammite woman will tell you that God brought back my dead son. He was dead and God brought him back. Lord, help me, God. Then let's go down to the widow of Naaman. The widow of Naaman will tell you that God raised my son up from the dead. Jairus will say, my daughter was dead. I went to see Jesus, but God, Lord, help us, raised her up from the dead. Everybody knows the story of Lazarus when God went to the tomb at the fourth day and everybody says show enough he stinks by now but God specializes in raising up the dead help me God and if I don't have no other witnesses I can go to Calvary help me God and at Calvary oh Lord God we, we know he died, was buried for three days, got up on the third day. Lord, help us. The, the miracle happened to the dead. Can I, can, I, can I go one step farther? Miracles don't just happen to dead people. Miracles happen to dead things. Miracles happen to dead situations. Can I get any witnesses in the house? Dead finances, miracles. Dead marriage, miracles. Dead, dead career, miracles. Oh, Lord God. God specializes in dealing with dead things and blessing dead things and raising them up to life. Can, can, can I talk to somebody this morning? I, I, need to, I need to step a little farther into your business this morning. You've got some dead stuff. And you've given up all hope of it ever coming to pass. I stopped by here this morning on my way to glory to let you know that God specializes in, in bringing dead things to life. Lord God. And your dead situation is not past the miracle working power of God. I'm, I'm trying to move on, but, I, but the spirit won't let me move on. I, I, your dead stuff is not beyond. Wait, wait, wait. I know what the lawyer said. I know what the doctor said, but, but, but God, 
his, his miracle working power is not, it's not limited by the fact that the lawyer, the doctor, the scientist has rendered it dead. No, because our God is the God who created the doctor who's practicing. Our God is the God who created the lawyer who's practicing law. Our God, he doesn't practice, he is life. And so dead stuff don't bother him. Y'all still here with me? Praise the Lord. You have been listening to the radio broadcast ministry of Kettering Baptist Church under the leadership of Senior Pastor Bukas Sterling III, where we minister in the spirit of excellence. We pray that you have been richly blessed by today's message. Financial contributions and support of this ministry are welcome. We thank you in advance for uniting with us in kingdom building. For a copy of this sermon on CD or to hear this message again on the web, please visit our website at KetteringMinistries.org and remember to reference the title or broadcast date. We hope that you have enjoyed our journey together. And we invite you to join us in person for one of our spirit-filled worship services, Sundays at 10 a.m. at the Legacy Center, located at 6909 Crane Highway, Upper Marlboro, Maryland, or virtually via our website, Facebook, and YouTube. For additional information, go to our website at KetteringMinistries.org or contact our church office at 301-627-9500. Please join us again as Senior Pastor Bukas Sterling III and the Kettering Baptist Church family minister in the spirit of excellence. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.